I remember very clearly、um, in the middle of June, as, as we post our first Twitter, because I posted on on fifteenth of June, I guess. Then we have our WeChat、uh, group. Now it's getting it's growing to like two hundred and thirty people, I guess. Hello there. Welcome to Rome FM. Here we dive into the minds, workflows, and machinations of the Rome cult, the believers of Rome research. My name is Norman Chella, and I am on a mission to deconstruct wisdom from all walks of life, so we can understand each other better. Before we start this episode, I just want to give a quick shout out to Matt Brockwell, who has given us an amazing five-star review of Rome FM on the Podchaser page for the show. He writes, "So here's what I love about this podcast." Rome Research is a powerful platform, but its true superpowers seem to emerge out of the interactions between any given user's particular personality and their context of use. By taking one step back and talking about things more personally, Norman really spotlights the human dimensions that shape how we learn things. This podcast is not just about Rome; more importantly, it's about people and how we all explore the universe. Looking forward to more episodes in this ongoing adventure. And with that, I say thank you, Matt, so much for the kind, warm words. And I am also looking forward to this amazing adventure as we go along with every single episode. If you, my dear friend, are interested in giving us an amazing review for me to read out loud in the next episode, do check out our Podchaser page as well as our Apple Podcast page too. Hand in a little review, and I read each and every single one. So do let me know. I always love hearing from listeners, so I really do appreciate this. Once again, thank you, Matt. And now to the episode. In this episode, we talk with Jesse Lee, who is an independent consultant at Singapore Management University, to grow the entrepreneur ecosystem in China, as well as the founder of Fat Garage, which is an interesting website covering Chinese entrepreneurs in ultra niche markets such as asteroid mining, synthetic biology, and many more. To be more Rome specific, she founded the Rome China Community or Rome CN, a collective of interested Rome users from all walks of life, all in Mandarin, and. Filled with videos, articles, and other resources to to help develop all kinds of use cases in using Rome research. So in this episode, we talk about how she stumbled into Rome, using Rome for her use case, how she takes her notes, and growing the Rome China community. What is needed? How did she grow it? And what kind of interesting minds did she attract as a result? So we went through quite a range of topics here. Without further ado, please enjoy my chat with Jesse Lee. Miss Jessie Lee, welcome to Rome FM. How are you doing? Hi, Norman. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Okay, right. This is going to be pretty exciting because、uh, I would love to hear more about、uh, your side of the story on how you use Rome and the Rome CN、uh, community, like Rome, the Mandarin Chinese Rome community.、Uh, but before we get into that. Uh, Jesse, I took a look around your website,、uh, Fat Garage, and I know that you've done quite a number of things.、Oh. So uh, let's uh, let's do a little time travel before we even get into the tool itself、uh, to the dark times. I want to hear more about your origin story. What were you doing、uh, before you stumbled into the tool Rome Research, and how did you discover it? Actually,、uh, I just do a brief、uh, introduction of myself. So now、um, I am a independent consultant for Singapore Management University Innovation and Entrepreneurship Center. 
Uh, my job is basically to uh, develop and deploy some initiatives for the university's uh, IE center um, to engage startups and you know um, the whole ecosystem, entrepreneurship ecosystem in China. I'm doing marketing, business development, and um, also some events here. So yeah, that's my basically my working identity. <laughs> besides, yeah. besides my working identity, I also um, running my own media called, uh, like you said, Bad Garage. Um, so later last year, I guess I start my so-called this special journey. I set up my own website. I set up my, um, you know, uh, WeChat channel. I also do, uh, you know, a, a bunch of side projects like the Fed Garage podcast and Fed Garage like newsletter. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I am creating content there under the topic of um, the cryptocurrency, which is basically my main focus. And um, also because of my job, reasons so i'm also focused on the you know entrepreneurs and the innovation uh, space so uh, i also do interviews for a lot of cool founders in china uh, in the in the space of um, very you know very niche markets i think because i think my focus is kind of different i i don't focus on the very uh, popular and general like uh, industry <laughs> Instead, I'm focusing on some, you know, deep tech space like the asteroid mining, like uh, oh, wow. yeah, <laughs> wow, okay, like uh, uh, I think synaptic uh, biology is that called that? Yeah. So, so this kind of area because I think that's uh, this maybe not working in the short term, but I think that's the long term perspective for human beings. So that's why I'm focusing on um, such kind of you know uh, areas, and I'm paying special attention to the founders in, in in such space, and as well as the crypto space. Yeah, so that's for the Fed Garage. Mainly, I meaning I'm creating content and under various kinds of forms like articles, um, podcasts, and videos. I've made several videos uh, before, uh, just due to the curiosity <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah that's basically um for fat garage uh, apart from that i don't know it's uh it's okay to say that i i am also a crazy dancer <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so um um i just a bit i just began learning dancing last year uh, it has been a whole year so far and i really really uh passionate about about this so I called myself a crazy dancer. Yeah. Uh, what genre of dancing? What kind of dancing? Uh, now it's hip hop. Previously, ah, okay. jazz and urban. Ah, okay. Awesome. We might have some similarities there because I did jazz hip hop when I was living in Tokyo. Really? So, uh, yeah, yeah. So I was part of a dance crew uh, and we performed a few times. So yeah, no, okay. it'd be cool to see, uh, it'd be cool to see performances. Uh, yeah. uh, maybe you already have a, uh, videos of those uh, in your room or something like that. <laughs> sure. Because, you know, you know, you know what? I, I just, after I met Rome, I think all the media, like media forms, we can all import them into Rome. Like what mm. I said, the articles and podcasts, I already did a podcast database for in, in the room research because it has the, you know, uh, I was fascinated by the 
time step function, you can just type in t in the in the time and 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 see the show uh, whenever you want. Oh, I would love to dive into that actually because I mean I, we're, I mean we're on a podcast right now, so obviously yeah. uh, vest, I have a huge vested interest in anything podcast related, especially a podcast database. Um, yeah. But pausing on that note first, uh, why the name Fat Garage? Oh, that's a very good question. I haven't <laughs> explained this in English before. I think I have have done this several times in Chinese, but it's it's kept changing. So let me think of a current version for that. <laughs> <laughs> a different version, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, initially I named it as Fat Garage because in Chinese, uh, it, it is called Pang Chu Ku. So which means that half months, um, garage mm -hmm. it is half months garage why it is half months um i guess half months is just a symbol for a period of time which means um you do not have to prepare such a long time or you, you do not have to prepare so well to start something up and also um which means you 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 can start now and see you know just do it take actions and see how how it is going that's the whole idea of the half months. And another one is, uh, is garage. So I think in the, in the Western world, garage is kind of representing for uh, like, you know, some successful stories, like for entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. right? The, the, the jobs and, you know, so some, some uh, very successful uh, funders, uh, you know, uh, starting from the garage. So that means, um, so yeah, I guess that's, that's the, the, that's the meaning of, of the name yeah that's the current version <laughs> okay that's interesting yeah because i was trying to figure out uh the meaning behind it uh yeah. but because in, uh, as i said in chinese the mm, fat is a word yeah and yeah it's a word but it's a how to say it is formed by half and months i don't know how to explain it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh two I think it's two characters that when you yeah, combine it together it becomes the word fat. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah uh I will probably would never have known that those two <laughs> characters like if you put them separately it would mean that, right? It could mean progress or a specific set of time. Okay, that's interesting. It just also it catches my attention because if you read the two words uh, only in English, like not knowing <laughs> the context it's it's a bit. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm gonna say it bluntly. It sounds ridiculous, right? But it 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 sticks because it's memorable. So I was just actually was just genuinely curious why you why you name it that way, and then, you know, if I Google fat garage and I would go to the website, and then it starts talking about specific pieces of tech, or uh, mm -hmm. entrepreneurship, etc. I was trying to make that connection. Like why, why fat? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you did bring up the point of uh, a podcast database, and I'm totally really, really interested in that. Uh, but it's under the overarching theme of uh, how you use Rome. So how did you discover the tool, actually? Well, it is also very interesting. I mean, the beginning story of it's mm. quite a coincidence. Um, I mean, previously, I was actually roaming on the internet because I want to find, you know, I want to find something that is um, very simple for me to like take notes on. But I, I do not want to use the, you know, Apple's uh, 
you know, other the notes. I don't want to use that because it's like um, it's a way too simple, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm roaming on the internet, and I will want to find such a tool for me to store my ideas and I want these ideas to like growing day by day um, and maybe I can find some connections when I look back so um, yeah it's it's generally um, I think it can be called like a note-taking tool at that time so I search it on product hunt and there are like two uh, two apps uh, coming out I guess the first will be Rome. The second, I, I forgot the name. Maybe, maybe Notion. Maybe other other things like mm. yeah. So so I I cannot remember. So so I just <laughs> pick up the first one, and um, I just I registered, and um, it was quite simple at that time, and do not have so many functions like what what is uh, like today. But it, it is um, pretty clear that there is daily notes. There is uh, a graph overview that you can see all your ideas and all your like, um, uh, moments for every day. So yeah, at that time I was, um, I think it's just to meet my demand, meet my need. Yeah. So, so I will keep, keep it um, daily. And I, I also, um, at that time, I think my use case is just daily notes. Mm. And I also recommend this tool to my uh, friend, my best friend, who is living in Singapore now. I said, you can use this tool because you read a lot. You take a lot of notes, right? You use OneNote or Evernote. You, you can try this tool. Maybe uh, you can find some you know, uh, interesting um, synergies with this tool. And uh, he said, okay, um, let's, let's just try it and um, see how it is going. We separately um, use this tool. Uh, for for I think a month after like a month I asked him how 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 do you feel about this tool because I only take no daily notes I, I want to know how you're feeling because you you read a lot you you take a lot of notes and he said it is it is really amazing you can see my you know my graph here I was I was shocked his graph is oh my god it's totally different from mine because I only <laughs> take daily notes you know and I was so jealous and I said okay can you, can you teach me how to like how to do it? And he said, it is really simple. There is just links. You can just link those things together. I, I said, well, I think maybe this is a better use case than, than mine. So yeah, I, 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 I think that's the beginning, beginning story of, of, of me finding, finding the tool, yeah. Oh, this is pretty fascinating because you, you, <laughs> just, you were discovering this tool with someone, uh, with your best friend. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And a month later, your graph is completely different. I like that you said that you were jealous of his graph. That, that's a very specific way of saying it. I've never heard of someone looking at somebody else's Rome graph and said, I wish I had that graph or I wish I, I, wish I had that, uh, these connections. So at the time when you were using Rome only as a daily notes, did you never thought to make link references or go beyond by you know making diagrams or... Was it just because you you felt at the time all that you needed was just a way to store the words that you've written? Was it only after you've seen your best friend's graph that you realized the potential of the tool and how it'll help your workflow? I would love to hear like your take on that. Well, yeah. So yeah, it is true that my needs at that time is just to take daily notes. Yeah. And like you said, um, I do 
explore some special like uh, like tips or or features of, of of Rome, like the diagrams, like the at that time, do, do they have to combine or something? Tables? Uh, maybe I'm maybe not sure. No. Yeah, maybe no. no. So so yeah. it's at that time I think it's quite like simple. So I didn't use Twitter a lot at that time because I, I only tweet um, before before I met Rome. I only tweet about like some some you know uh, daily like mood or or daily stories, um, daily takeaways on, on Twitter. And uh, and the people around me, I don't think there are many people who use Rome. So I only do it in 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 the daily notes, and mm. I seldom figure out like what other use cases maybe or what others you know um, special interesting um, use cases. Uh, after I saw his graph, then then it blew my mind. I think this tool is is way more than that. I mean. Mm. You you can you can just figure out way more than that. So so I start you know searching on like on Twitter, on um, Rome's website, how help page. Is there anything interesting? And I saw a bunch of that, I, and I I start to realize that I should I should learn Rome by now. <laughs> yeah, instantly. <laughs> I feel like that transition from like a level one Rome user to a level two yeah. is just looking at it like the perspective of the tool or your perspective of the tool at the time is just a note-taking app and then only after seeing or being exposed to how other people use it is when you realize like oh okay you need you will need some level of mastery and you can get like this you know this amazing graph or these amazing connections i i love that like i i call that um that's like that's like an example of the aha moment and i'm not sure yeah. if you've ever had that before of uh, like for me my aha moment was when I would have written something down or captured something and I was going to make a page about it, but then I already made a page about it. I'm like, what? I don't remember that. And <laughs> so I, I was curious uh, when you started, um, when you realized that there was more to this tool mm -hmm. and you were starting to look at more use cases and all that, what were some of the examples that blew your mind when you were trying it out on your own graph that made you realize that all your notes uh, can be used more beyond just daily note taking? There are two, um, so let's say maybe two kinds of scenarios. The first one will be, it's, it's also depending on my need to figure out the special features of Rome. So I think Rome can do a lot of things um, by using its features, like the tables, like the Kanban, where we can do like to-do list, uh, which is the, the main function of Trello the tool so you can you can just you know uh, transfer from Trello to, to Rome and for the tables you can transfer from Word to Rome like for, for diagrams maybe you can transfer from other tools to Rome you do, you do not have to use so many other tools because you can finish your like task or, or finish your your business just in Rome one of the special features is, which is blow, blowing my mind is, um, I think it's discovered, it is developed by a, a cod in the Western community on Twitter. He developed a uh, business model Canva. I guess it, it is called that. I think that's a very interesting use case because uh, that makes me think 
if we can, you know, um, design or develop all this useful like mindset or or uh, methodology models, business models, or s such kind of things into Rome, and we make it a database, it will be so so you know so much useful. At that time, I was trying to like uh, test myself the business kind of thing. And I uh, did like um, maybe 40 minutes to an hour. It, it is not so easy, I guess. So I, <laughs> I, just, I just do it. I just did that. And um, it shows very well. And I show it to another like VC friend. And he said, oh, it's, it's interesting. Maybe we can do more such kind of stuff. And um, it will help the founders will help anyone who, who in the IE space to you know, uh, have a better uh, visualized thing. So, yeah, that's the one of the use cases that blow my mind um, uh, about the specific features. Mm -hmm. So, uh, apart from that, um, aha moment. Another aha moment is that I find myself um, input a lot. I think nowadays I input more and more uh, compared with the past myself it is really interesting i just know that um if i input something in rome i don't have to worry about what i have to do with the content i mean ah okay yeah so i just input there and it's getting larger and larger i don't feel like very anxious it, it is kind of weird because previously when i input something into my like apple notes i will feel very anxious because I think there are a lot of garbage there. I, I, <laughs> if, I, I, if I do not feel, feel, filter it, because th there are a lot of things there. But in Rome, you, you do not have such kind of feeling because you know um, when you input there, you will finally get back and find, maybe find some connections there. No matter you, you use the bio link or, or, or whatever uh, template, you, 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 uh, whether you filter it down, whether or not, you just know that you, you can find the connections there. So, so that's basically what I felt about, about, you know, the amazing part of Rome. Yeah. And I, I share that sentiment. Uh, I share that feeling. And actually, I really like the point of, uh, I really like the point of more input. I have noticed that my habits have changed to, to shift towards uh, wanting to write more and therefore I will write more. Uh, into my room, no matter what it is, a, is it about? And I, and I think uh, we can definitely dive into this uh, on your end because the, the kinds of things that I would put into my room can range from resources I've read to podcasts I've listened to, uh, to even like a daily journal of what I thought or what I feel or what I'm worried about, uh, or even meeting notes from a friend or like someone I interacted with. What did we talk about? What questions did he ask or something like that? So everything is accepted uh, into Rome. So that's what makes it really, really interesting. And because everything's accepted and you can find it and there's a way to connect it no matter what, that's where the lack of anxiety can come in. And so it's okay for, for you to write anything you want in there. And eventually you will find a way to get it back. So on, on that point, so let's dive into your workflow a little bit. Since you did bring up the uh, podcast database, I totally want to ask about. But let's start with something a little bit more general. Uh, when you want to capture something, 
what is your workflow? Do you have a specific taxonomy? Uh, do you have a specific method that you follow? Have you built something uh, that really fits with how you look at things? I think I, I make, make several templates for for, for my uh, workflow. The first is the daily routine. <laughs> mm, I keep okay. like two versions of daily routine. One is the simple version and another is a little bit complicated. So the simple version is is uh, is uh, generally categorized by you know work and room stay and <clears throat> activities and fed garage and and dance just categorized very clearly. <laughs> yeah, and also I'll add another part of what do I want to highlight for the day? Maybe something like interesting or something I expected to happen. So yeah, that's the simple version and another will be a little bit complicated because there are a lot of questions to ask myself it's like a it's like a deep reflection of of myself every day i seldom use that because they're these these questions are too hard to answer yeah mm. so so i'll keep a simple version um daily to re, to kind of track my past uh in terms of work and um uh, running a uh, room China community, and also my hobbies. Yeah, also also a way to push myself to uh, learn more, to feel more, to explore more. Um, and another one is the rating process, I guess. Mm. Uh, it's a note taking process. I think that this will be used by a lot of people because um, a lot of things should be automatically um, automatically done. So I will categorize. Um, several like uh, templates um, for for uh, reading like articles ever gave it a list of you know categories um, uh, all the source related to uh, why you read this and notes and metadata um, another important thing is the evergreen notes I find this is super useful for me I got this I got inspired by Zach who is uh, also an active um, Chinese uh, cuts um, uh, room cuts, yeah. So he he gave me the um, idea of uh, how to take evergreen notes. Is is it called Zettel? Uh, Zettel. Yeah, Zettel Kasten. Yeah, Zettel Kasten. Yeah. So that idea, I think I saw this 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 method um, many times, but I haven't uh, tested myself. So after he recommended to me, I, I just, you know, we, we did a kind of a face-to-face, -face, like, you know, tutorial. <laughs> he gave <laughs> me the idea. <laughs> yeah, he gave me the idea of uh, what a Zato is and how you can, like, manage your um, other notes into a Zato notes. So you have many different templates for your CRM, for your podcast, for your books, uh, and all that. And this is a really good segue because you brought up a member uh, of Rome China to help you with understanding different concepts to really make the most um, out of your Rome. But I'm curious, how did you start the Rome China community? Well, that is also a very interesting story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think the beginning of Rome China, I have to tell you that um, I started, is it because of personal reason? Because previously, um, when I um, when I see like Rome Western community, and I saw, wow, this is really cool. I think this will be common culture for um, 
for either a pro product or a um, you know certain kind of phenomena. So, but at the same time, I want to you know catch up the trend myself. So I at, at that time I the I think the initial intention is to help myself to understand Rome better to use it as often as possible um, to like figure out more use cases um, because there are not I guess there are not a lot of people in China using this tool at that time mm. so I I I set up a um, Billabilly um, account. And I name it as Rome CN, which means Rome China. So Bilibili is actually the YouTube, uh, a Chinese version of YouTube. So the the things that, that I do is that I um, I interpret a lot of tutorial videos uh, from the Western community. A lot of awesome tutorial videos um, by by some cuts. So. Um, but the general idea is to help myself, as I said before, to understand better. At that time, because only in the community is only me, so mm. so, <laughs> so what I can do is just interpret videos, um, and also I will do some original um, creation of my use cases, the original um, videos tutorials. But it's really, really simple. I do not have so many complex, you know, uh, skill sets to to do like very uh, professional videos, and um, I just want um, there to be a lot of you know useful resources there, and people that people can easily find, and um, maybe they can do something better, elaborate or extend this the use cases, which is my uh, wish at that time. So yeah, um, I think. The first video that I interpreted is the um, is the interview of Connor, which is the uh, who is the uh, the founder. Yeah, the founder Connor is the his interview was twenty minutes. We see, I really, really, really liked that one. I I, I thought I should interpret that video uh, into Chinese, and um, I want more people to know uh, Connor's vision and mission. And why this tool is kind of like different from other note-taking tools? Why this founder is different from other founders? Why we need such kind of you know, you know, um, missions and uh, such kind of founders? So, yeah, I think that one is really inspiring for me. And um, so, so I I I did that interpretation and put it just on the top. And I also find another. Uh, I have to quote Zach again. So Zach is actually. Um, and the printing the white paper. He's the first person who who is doing the Chinese version of the white paper of Rome. Yeah, I think these two are actually the very um, beginning resource of Rome like community, um, which also shows the culture and the vision of Rome. Yeah, so uh, what I want to say is that I started it from the, the Bilibili channel uh, buying different video tutorials and after that I guess um, maybe half months later um, Victor and Jamie um, find me and they said I want to like join you to like we, we, we can um, we can co-create something and uh, and discover how how we can like uh, grow uh, this uh, community like to a larger one 
So because it, it, it will have a bigger impact in, to, to more people. So at that time, I was really happy because, you know, someone just find you and share the same like um, feeling and uh, certain like vision of you. <laughs> and and uh, Victor is very active in like uh, in making the um, videos. He even make uh, very good clips, which you can see on my Twitter, the first Twitter, that the video clips is made by him. And Jamie is kind of a very logical person. He's very geek. Hey, he, <laughs> yeah, he's very geek. <laughs> I have to say, he make a lot of interesting like use cases for ROM. Um, I have ever, I have never thought of. I have never expected before. So he he teach me a lot. He he teach me a lot. So yeah. So I guess we three um, formed a very early team of uh, of the room um, CN. And later we uh, we post our first you know <laughs> announcement Twitter <laughs> to and I even and at room research official account and say oh room CN is uh, is established. <laughs> <laughs> Please congrats us. I mean, <laughs> it's really funny. And uh, yeah, I want more people to know, like, uh, mm, to show some attention, like, to, mm. of course, uh, we want attention from people, like, we're doing something uh, very cool. And we are um, extend extending, we want to extend the room's influence, like, room's um, impact um, to a wider audience. So, yeah. And later, um, we have our own like WeChat group. We set our own WeChat group. We have our first um, WeChat circle, which is the uh, forum on WeChat. Uh, like people can can post their their like um, uh, thoughts there. And we, I think, in the middle, maybe one month later, I guess we have our first like newsletter. Um, I suggest that, that idea because I think we, we, we should have some, you know, hardcore like um, product that can give people, that can track the path of how uh, Rome CN is working, uh, how the official Rome community is developing and what's the most updated and, and most fresh um, ideas in and, and, and new fashion and what's really happening um, in, in the Rome community. and. We will, we will uh, collect some, you know, very cool use cases developed by our amazing cuts. We will feature that in our newsletter. And uh, yeah, um, I think in, in the middle of, um, I guess in, in the middle of June, oh, sorry, in, in the middle of July, I forgot the time, <laughs> we got the first newsletter and we send out and people say, oh, it's, it's pretty good, I guess. And I, um, they they pretty like the some of the tutorials that we interprinted uh, from the Western community as well. Wow, that's a extremely comprehensive answer. Thank you so much for that. Wow, <laughs> I, I I'm really it, it's 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 one thing to uh, try to look around the Billy Billy channel to see what everyone's doing. Uh, although I, I I don't really speak uh, Mandarin, so it's kind of hard for me to know what's happening. Uh, but it's nice to hear your take on it. So thank you so much. When you were building up the WeChat group, I'm curious about this now. You started off with the three of you. Yeah, the WeChat yeah, yeah. Uh, for... Um, I remember very clearly. Um, 
it's in the middle of in the middle of June, as we uh, set up. Uh, sorry, as we post our first Twitter because I posted on um fifteenth of June, I guess. Then we have our WeChat account, oh, WeChat uh, group, and now it's <laughs> now it's getting it's growing to like two hundred thirty and thirty people, I guess. 234 yeah oh wow so it's so uh do they how do they discover the wechat is it mainly through twitter or is it mainly through other people googling about room research and then they find out that there's a chinese community i'm actually very curious about where do people are where are people coming from oh okay so actually i think very few of them are from twitter or from like google because chinese people mm. we we cannot like easily access to to all this mm. yeah so I think I think most of them are from uh, recommendational re refer or other people's refer or um, because we have a lot of because uh, WeChat is is a very special ecosystem. If you want to join a group, if you can only buy, you can only uh, be invited to the group, or we can share the like some QR code, but if the group is over 100 people, then you cannot um, scan the QR code and join in. You can only uh, join by invite. So, oh, wow. yeah, I guess we have a lot of um, um, individual groups um, on WeChat of under certain categories like efficiency, like a product, like note taking, like, you know, certain kind of a lot of a list of groups. And I think people will find um, they join in um, the room seeing group. They find it's useful. They will recommend to other people um, in in those groups, and people will like join in. Do you see uh, an overlap? And maybe if you could, you know, uh, share uh, more on this, I might be completely wrong. But do you see a lot of overlap with Rome Chinese community members and other communities on WeChat? that have similar interests maybe there's like a is there like a chinese settled custom community or a note-taking community and you see the same members like bleed over to yours do you see a lot of that yeah i do see some of that but i have to mention mm -hmm. that uh you, you just gave me a, a very good like uh hint of this i do see a lot of intersection uh, not a lot of some of the intersections but I'm really, what I'm really amazed is that it's by the diversity of, of the room setting community. Because previously I have also, um, you know, um, um, run several like uh, groups, but they are not so diverse, I guess. They are like technology or, or entrepreneurs, or I think they are pretty like, not so, 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 so diverse. People are from like very different background, very different industry, very different like interest, or even very different age. <laughs> They're mm. from like, from the high school to, to, to like a 50 year old like people. So they are quite, I think they're quite diverse in, in, in background in case. Oh, I like that. I like that it's very welcoming. Um, the many different yes. kinds of members you get, uh, especially from different backgrounds and experiences, and maybe even skill level as well. But yeah, please. Yeah, and we do not categorize them in you know under certain topics like 
you are entrepreneur or you are blockchain people or you are like note taking enthusiasts or you know we, we do not categorize people like this people just you know um do you can do whatever you want you can say whatever you want to say you can share any thoughts that you want to share so so the topics are very very diverse and and and, and um yeah hmm. okay interesting there's uh the makings of a rome specific uh community that cater for a wide variety of people and it really just shows um how universal the tool is yeah. uh, especially in terms of how technical can someone be in that they will show that uh through their workflows how they use Rome. but then if you compare that with say you know uh, an investor or uh, a developer or someone yeah. in the startup space they may have different workflows but yeah. still it works for everybody. So uh, I, I, re I really like that. So, he so here's a question for you. Since you're following the trends uh, for Rome Research, maybe you already have an idea of uh, the roadmap uh, for Rome Research, where they are going with their tool and how they're going to connect all these graphs together uh, and all of these possibilities. So the question is, what would the future of the Rome China community look like maybe five years from now as you're seeing Rome research grow since you've been, you know, with the tool since beta and now you're seeing it official, you're growing a community. You've got over 200 members from different walks of life. Uh, how do you see uh, the group in five years or maybe even more? Well, very good question. Uh, I've never <laughs> think of that long because I think the group is like the community is growing very faster than I have expected. It's just like us one and a half months or, or two months we'll get here. So five years actually. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so yeah, so previously I was thinking, um, maybe not directly I'll ask uh, answer your question. Um previously I was thinking how Rome um will be like in five years. I do have such kind of imaginations before. I also uh, write in, in my uh, articles, I write several articles in terms of um, how, how uh, I see Rome as a note-taking, uh, way beyond the note-taking tool. Yeah. Um, at that time I was um, describing like my imagination as three, three um, aspects. First, I think Rome will be a better university for a uh, global citizen, global like people who are willing to learn. Wow, okay. Um, I, I deepen my thinking. There's a use case by uh, a kid who is doing like kids tutorials for kids on Rome. I think you, I think you already know that. And mm. um, another like parents, um, another mother, he, she is, um, she is also writing an, an article on Rome Brain. Uh, she is mentioning about how her case is using Rome for for, his, for for their study, for their life, for their like um, creativity. So I think this is really, really, you know, blowing my mind. And I think that if that will be the future, I think it's it's such amazing thing. So. Just imagine that the kids can can do such kind of tutorials to help other kids to learn, 
and if we have such kind of thing on 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 the social media or on on, on the on Rome, we they can easily abuse this kind of you know database themselves, and they can easily share with others. They can become the teacher. I mean, the kids can become the teacher. They can teach themselves, and they can teach others, and they can exchange their knowledge. So, so if you think beyond that, for for adults, for for the people who are continuing um, learning and growing and reading, you know, they, they are taking a lot of inputs, they are taking a lot of, you know, um, materials. And they can also build such kind of databases and they can also become teachers. So if there are a lot of such people gathering on Rome, it will be a university, I guess. So actually, we are sharing our knowledge with, with each other. We are teaching each other. We are um, very open, um, open to each other. I think that, that that will be a very, very beautiful future. Um, that's for, for the university idea. And the second is, um, I think Rome can be a better media. So why I see this is that I'm not so satisfied with the current situation, current status of the media, actually, especially for for Chinese, you know, for, for China. Because I think there are a lot of noises out there. I don't think we need so so many medias that are spreading out of this similar information and most of the time is the fake or or confusing information to people. I don't think we need so many. I mean, we need several, like several um, authorities or several like uh, professionals. It's enough. I mean, but what we need is the media who can incentivize people's curiosity. I think that's the function. That's the vision. That that's what the media should do, right? The media should incentivize people's motivate people's like curiosity, or that people think what the future will be or what, what we can do right now or um, what we can like explore. Previously, I was um, thinking of what the future form of media and I guess I was thinking that a Wikipedia is maybe is a, is a better idea because it's, it's a growing, um, it's a growing database, it's a growing thing and people can find okay information in there so it's not so biased it's not so confusing and um, you can get whatever you want there but it's also diverse it's, it's not just one answer out there it's it's also diverse so uh, after i saw rome i think this is really possible because um, i guess rome is also share the 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 function of, of wikipedia because we have all these uh, bio links so we can uh, elaborate, we can extend our uh, knowledge, our, 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 our inputs into a lot of uh, directions. And we can also connect them together and show the dots and show the graphs. So yeah, that makes me think that um, this is a better way. And what's more, um, because the media is, um, it's made up by the content creators. If we got pretty good content creators and we can engage them well, I think that will be a workable thing, workable pattern.
for running, running, uh, running a media. Previously, I thought, is it someone in someone said that Rome can be combined with um, Substack, which is a subscription? Um, yeah. So um, I also imagine that if if Rome can combine with such kind of like uh, sub subscription, uh, you know, model or or even more, <laughs> because I I was highly I was highly influenced by the blockchain, you know, blockchain uh, methodology. So um, I guess if in the future it can be combined with um, the token economy or some certain kind of mechanism design stuff, it will be, um, I don't know, because it's really, I think it's really um, far away. So. I just I just thought it, it is um, one of the possibilities of the use cases. Yeah, so that's that's for media. And third one, I think um, uh, Rome can be a better <laughs> can be a better linking or uh, Twitter because <laughs> what I have imagined that Rome is very interesting to to build the connections um, between people because um, if you see the graphs, a lot of dots there. You can easily um, get the idea of what is um, this people's interest, what this is this people's um, focus, or what this people um, is like. So you can easily like <laughs> interact uh, interact with the one who is um, like-minded. So yeah, that's that's what I have imagined before for Rome, like in the future under the three like topics. For Rome scene, actually, we're not building it as a, it's very interesting. Um, this is the first time that I saw it. Um, this community is, is very different from other communities because we are running it in a very special way, like uh, especially for, for, for Chinese community. We're running it in a very chaotic way, which means we do not actually assign the tasks to different people although we have like um maybe 12 uh collaborators 12 um, um you know collaborators in our in our in our team so we do not actually have a very very clear like workflow or very very clear like uh, assignment to to each other uh, who should do this who should do that who should you know um in charge of this so we, we just separate two things one is one is the video part and the other is the text part and the whoever is interested in either part you, you can just contribute in that but me victor and jamie we three we we have to like uh, keep the the content uh, high quality and keep the community keep running um so yeah that's the only thing that we we're we're doing now but it, it is not inefficient. It's actually surprisingly kind of efficient. And people can just contribute based on their uh, interests, based on their capability, based on their, you know, talents. So they can, yeah, contribute what, whatever you want. And I think in the future, if we can, we can keep running like this and we can engage more people with special talents, and we do find some some um, you know uh, collaborators who, who who are very talented in, in certain ways. We 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 got like a like a poetry 
portrait or or a graph of, of this people's like this person's um, capability and what he is good at. If we can get a, a lot of people, we can attract a lot of people with different talents, uh, with different um, you know skill sets. We can figure out more things, more use cases to to develop. But I do not have a certain target of like how many members do we have together (laughs) (laughs) or uh, how large the the group will be. I do not have a clear mind, but I just want to say that uh, we want to engage as many talented people um, as possible to our groups. And uh, um, because these people also share one mindset of you can only help others once you get better yourself. You should get better and better. You should improve yourself as quickly as possible. Then you can help others. If you cannot make yourself better, then um, it's very hard for you to like help others. So, so I'm very happy that I, I find um, more and more people like share the same like vision and they do not ask asking for anything back because we are working together like uh, um, volunteering people just spend their spare time just spend their like um, yeah uh, time out, out of work um, and help help the community to to grow and to learn together so I'm very grateful and very very appreciate that oh that's amazing uh, I like that you know despite not having like a clear number my, uh, metric or anything like that. That's fine because because all things related to Rome, they don't tend to stay rigid. I think that's like the chaotic part of the tool that we really come to see uh, reflected in anything that we do that's related to Rome research. So it's nice to know that you've really seriously considered about the future of the tool itself and uh, how it connects with your group. So oh. I have one thing, one more thing to, to mention. Mm. Um, now we are building a public graph for uh, Romsean. Actually, we want to nice. do like a collective, uh, so-called collective intelligence for our like uh, uh, same members. We we import we import and we collect the uh, interesting uh, work of our um, commu- community members. Uh, no matter articles or podcasts or you know uh, videos, we I think videos is a little bit hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe text, maybe articles and and podcasts and uh, some you know uh, uh, very short but very uh, insightful thoughts. We will uh, gather this into our public graph and we will put our newsletter um, text version there. As well as um, recently, we have um, recently we have developed a new uh, uh, program called Face to Face Tutorial. It's like a an online face to face tutorial uh, a program for our same cuts. Every time we will invite um, a little bit more advanced users for Rome, and we invite him. And um, at, and meanwhile, we invite one community community members who is really active in joining and uh, maybe three or four people we um uh, we do 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 a room call so, uh, just like what we we are doing 
like this and we record the tutorial and also um, we post it on, on the Billabilly. So we will keep this, um, this work into our own public database and open to the public. If you want to see some of the collective intelligence of our you know, whole community, you can check, check out there. Yeah, no, I would definitely want to see a, a public graph of this, uh, yeah, I of think, the community. I think this in the long term, I will, I will pay very special attention to this because I think this is a very good experiment for, for a decentralized collaboration for for a decentralized intelligence. I will, I will very uh, interesting to see. It will be very interesting to see the the how is, it is growing. I guess, yeah. Yeah, and you're trailblazing the example for one community aggregated graph uh, uh, example, which is very, uh, you know, we, we've, Rome has only just been fully formally out of beta only recently. So we're only starting to see the number of use cases grow, uh, not only in terms of the variety of it or the, how, how people use it differently, but also the scale. Because mm -hmm. now you're talking about uh, all the different things that people can put in uh, into one graph and with a, with a community, you know, in the hundreds, uh, contributing, uh, to one graph and, you know, into the thousands as well for the next couple of years, uh, I'm sure that seeing this, uh, beautiful mess of a graph, uh, make connections, uh, and, uh, seeing what comes out of that will be uh, pretty fascinating. So, uh, all the best. And I will definitely see, uh, I'll I'll definitely check out uh any any updates uh, on that graph uh, on the Billy Billy channel. Uh, now we are coming up on time, but uh, I do want to close off our chat with a couple of segments at the end. So, how would you describe Rome to someone who hasn't started using it yet? <laughs> wow, that's the most that's the hardest question that. <laughs> 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 Because you know, I have recommended to like uh, to 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 a lot of a lot of my friends with different backgrounds, from like VCs to students to to my cousin to you know. <laughs> every time, um, I will explain to them that um, Rome is. I I really want to use the the description on the website, which is the. Um, network to solve tool, but it's, it's kind of complicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I think for different people, I have to use different description. Um, but, but usually I will say it's, it's way more than a note taking tool. It's, it is a tool that can make your source connected and um, to set a second brain for you. Um, whenever you want to input something and whatever you want to input, you don't have to worry about all these things. What do you have to, uh, and, and Rome just gave you the freedom to uh, focus on, focus on the creation part and focus on the connecting part. So it's very different from Evernote. It's very different from OneNote. And it's very different from Notion. So because this three, this three is very commonly, it's, it's very, uh, it's usually uh, compared by others. Um, and people will ask me, ah, oh, what's the difference between uh, Rome and, 
and Notion. I would say it's a totally different thing. You just have to try yourself. It's very simple and it's, you know, it's very simple for you to use and it's, it's a growing stuff and you can find so much fun there. It's like a playground. You can develop a lot of features yourself. It's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say, say this to my friend and they oh, okay, okay, I will, I will try it. Um, but I think for, for beginners, it's, it's very hard for them to get what you um, felt right now. You feel so passionate, but they cannot feel the same thing. I think the only way is, is for them to, to just test themselves if they have certain need. If they do not have certain strong like curiosity or strong need, I don't think they will use it very, very often. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I'm getting some more ideas uh, in trying to introduce <laughs> the, the tool to people with a different playground. Uh, yeah, like a playground full of features. Um, yeah, and I can really, uh, I can really share the sentiment about it being fun because it's kind of hard to call a note-taking tool fun. You normally look for a note-taking app because you need, like there's a demand for it. Like you have an inherent desire to write something down. And if you don't write it down, it bothers you, right? It's like a problem. It's like a problem that you want to solve. But I think uh, the way that Rome does it, it makes it feel like, oh, like I'm having fun writing everything down. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, and eventually there'll be some connections there. I, I, I like that. I need to make sure that every time I introduce the tool to someone, uh, just to share how fun it is. Uh, uh, that's uh, that's one thing. And uh, I'm yeah. also curious, what do you use to describe to others? Or what would you usually describe? Oh, how would I describe it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it's it's very difficult. Uh, and and I've had I've had the I know you know now I'm on now I'm in the hot seat uh, for this because I'm I'm literally copying your answer. So. Uh, I, I did use the, I did use what the website, how the website describes the tool, like a network thought tool, but that's just a bunch of jargon put into a sentence. It doesn't really, it describes what it is, but it doesn't describe how it helps you. So when you, when you look at it from that angle, then you have to reword it in a way where Rome is a tool that helps you solve your problem. And then your problem is switched between it's it changes right depending on the use case so for someone who keeps forgetting their notes it's like oh it's a tool for you to help remember what you wrote five years before and connect it with what you wrote two days ago right that's one way uh or rome is a way for you to uh build a clone of yourself oh i like this through writing yeah through writing right because i always i always take the analogy of uh if you know the marvel movies iron man always has jarvis so Jarvis is that assistant, like the AI assistant that always oh. helps him with with like having orders or doing the things around the house. Rome is like that, but in word form. So you're building a clone of yourself. When you look at certain pages or certain notes, uh, you switch contexts. And when you switch contexts, Rome helps you according to that context. Some people would use it to, you know, coach themselves. Some people would use it to help them think or uh, to write more. Some people will use it to keep track of people that they met, right? So that's like a conversational thing. And some people use it for something else. So Rome adapts or is organic and it helps you with that specific use case. At least that's how I would do it. I wish I had an amazing metaphor to just describe it, uh, but I'm still on the search uh, for it right now. And I think that's why I started this show in the first place, because 
I feel like I'm just stealing answers from all my guests on how to describe it because I'm having trouble <laughs> describing it myself. Yeah. Uh, also, final question. What does Rome mean to you? What does Rome mean to me? Um, well, this is a... This is also a hard question. Why mm -hmm. you always ask hard question? Oh. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Rome means, yeah, I will put it this way. Rome means a, a new lifestyle and a, a new mind, mindset for me. I think uh, at this moment, I will, I will use this toward a new lifestyle. Uh, maybe three words, a new lifestyle, uh, a new mindset and a real second brain for me. Um, a new lifestyle means previously, um, before I used Rome, I do not have so many um, freedom in my, and confidence in myself because I see a lot of things, what I'm doing, I cannot see the connections there. And you know, in, in the Chinese culture is kind of, um, you, do not you, you, you do not have, you know, um, so much freedom in thinking or the environment is like this. Um, and even from, from the education. So Rome just gave you like, give, give me, sorry, give me a, a very new, how to say the, the kind of freedom to have confidence in myself. What you have been focusing on, what you have been, paying attention to or what you have interested in. All these uh, have a reason. There is a reason in there. There is not, all these things, they are not meaningless or they're not useless. Some, sometimes you just cannot see the, the result in the short term, but there will be some potential um, connection or potential synergy in the future and when you look back when you when 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 the future yourself look back you can find the certain paths of your past self and current yourself you can connect the dots so i think room just gave me such kind of confidence um and lead me to a new lifestyle that you should believe in yourself you should like believe what you are believing <laughs> and uh, yeah it's just about uh, such confidence and second is um, a, new, a new mindset it's the intersection of your um, interest how you can find the, the intersection of your um, of your focus of what you have been paying attention to um, because I have I think I have a very diverse uh, focus in in various aspects. I am very interested in like uh, um, the things that I haven't expect I haven't expected before. Uh, I have been interested in certain topics like the science, the technology, and as well as the arts. But previously, I cannot connect those things together. I just randomly gave each of them my attention. And um, if you, you, you are not 
getting certain direct results from it. Um, for example, if you do not make money from it, and you, you are thinking, oh, this part, I have wasted my time, you know, putting to uh, putting my attention into arts, putting my attention into science, into physics, and into into biology, into all this knowledge or all this um, these things, you will feel like you you are wasting your time. But actually, um, actually, uh, after I use I use room, I find maybe, and it is very possible for you to find the intersection of all these focuses, and you put them together maybe in the future um, you can find some you know potential use cases or potential opportunities for yourself and and also for for i don't know for for communities or i don't know yeah and and the, the third one a better um i see room as a better second brain this is very for sure because it is designed for a second brain <laughs> and and um yeah, I think Rome will be my Google. I, I hope it will be my Google in the future. Uh, as I input more, as I input a lot of uh, myself, a lot of uh, in, uh, you know thoughts of myself, and also a lot of insights of others. So, yeah, I hope it can be the the second brain, the Google for me, so I can easily search for whatever I want in the database. <laughs> That could also help with uh, trying to describe Rome to other people. It's like a Google for your thoughts and then like connecting it. Uh, yeah, you're stealing but, my idea. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll credit it to you. Uh, I'll, I'll credit it to you. Uh, I will. So what I'll do is whenever I introduce the, the tool, I will link the block where you mentioned this and send them the, <laughs> and then send them the block so that they can have a look at it uh, later on. And okay. it's uh, all totally, uh, all totally your credit. Uh, I am just a messenger. I'm just here to share uh, this amazing insight um, to the world and also into my private room because obviously I will be Googling my own thoughts. Uh, but uh, I really do agree because if Rome can be your Google, the possibilities in trying to search back all of the thoughts that you brought about or everything that you've paid attention to, you can look at what you've been thinking about from outside the box and that gives you the environment to really make the connections. Like Rome, Rome really helps with that. But, you know, in the end, it's up to you to make that connection. Like it's up to you to make that link. And it's up to you what you do with that link. So all the possibilities as a result of Googling your thoughts or as a result of searching what you've been paying attention to, it's what makes Rome so uh, fun. So uh, Jesse, seriously, thank you so much uh, for sharing uh, all of this and i really enjoyed uh, our conversation if we want to contact you to maybe find out more uh, about rome china or rome cn rather or about you or about how you use your rome what's the best way to contact you i'm assuming uh is the best way to contact you the twitter account is that right yeah i i, okay. I suppose you do not have a wechat account right <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I don't, Sally. I mean, I can set set something up. For our listeners, if you want to reach out to Jesse, you can always uh, contact her uh, on her Twitter. I guess that's the best way to do it, right? Uh, so I will be putting in uh, her Twitter account uh, in the public Rome graph, the show notes to this episode uh, right below. So Jesse, thank you so much. And I will see you on Twitter. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to hit subscribe in your favorite podcast listening app. And for a full version of the show notes to this episode, you can check out the public Rome graph. The link to that will be in the description right below. For more updates, comments, feedback, and suggestions, you can reach out to me at RomeFM on Twitter. Keep roaming your thoughts, and I will see you in the next episode. Take care.